Well, we're going to finish these, this last section on prayer. And uh, it's a, a, just a verse in Psalms 119, 148. And I read that verse and I didn't understand it. Uh, I didn't really get what, what it was talking about. And even in the, from the King James to the modern translations, I, I really didn't fully, fully understand it for, for many years. But I thought back, night watch, I thought back of when I was in the Army. And we were stationed uh, down in Fort Bliss, Texas, uh, taking our training. And we had to pull night watches. And I believe there are three watches during the night, so don't ask me. Uh, I think one goes from 12 to 3, and then 3 to 6, and then the other one up to 12 o'clock. But I pulled one of the dark night ones uh, on the desert, and uh, we had an ammunition dump that uh, was part of the thing that was to be watched. And there were different people assigned to these different watches. So if something happened, we would say, if we... If, if like post number four, post number four, post number four, I need help. And then post number three would get it. And this is post number three, uh, relaying help for post number four. And they go all the way back to the headquarters. So if something was going on. But the thing that was spooky is that um, we were guarding with rifles with no bullets. Because they probably thought we'd shoot someone in the dark. Um, but those, that night watch was something. I mean, you're listening carefully. You're looking uh, in the darkness. We didn't have the glasses that could see in the dark and, you know, none of the modern equipment. But pulling a night watch. And so I, I realized that probably this has something to do with being awake at night. Uh, and then as I began to study prayer, I found out that night watches is something that many of the books on prayer uh, talk about. And so as I began to realize what it was, then it took on a whole new meaning in prayer. Now I can be used other ways. Um, and so it's, the idea is when God wakes you up at night, and I've heard many um, people that um, where, where God used the awakening of someone at night for someone in a total different place where it may not have been night. Um, and I want to illustrate this. Um, in, in my wife's life, uh, my wife is a real prayer, prayer person, and she doesn't like me saying that uh, because she feels that's her personal walk with God and that's just her business. But if, you, if my wife says, I will pray for you, uh, you will get on her prayer list forever. Whenever uh, we pastored a number of churches, and so whenever uh, a woman becomes a widow, in those churches where we used to be, and some were, you know, we started pastoring in 1960, and this is 12, so that was, uh, what, 52 years ago. Um, 
she um, would uh, pray for them, even though they didn't even know that they're being prayed for regularly, every day. And um, my son, years ago, was a youth pastor right here where we live, in a church. He was here seven and a half years as a youth pastor. And there was um, a girl in the youth group that was from a prominent Christian family, the real, a real wonderful Christian family and everything considered as a wonderful family. And he was really uh, concerned that she could give you all the right answers, but in his spirit, he didn't sense that she had a personal relationship with God. And she was in junior high at that time, or 12 or 13, something, whatever that age group would be. And he asked my wife to pray for her. So my wife prayed for her every day through her junior high school experience and every day through her high school experience. Then every day as she went to college and every day after she graduated from college and up to the time she got married, she prayed for her every day. She may now, I haven't asked her, but my wife would find that if somehow say that in her praying she didn't pray for her, God would wake her up at night and bring this person to her mind and, he would, and she would pray. Uh, and a night watch in the sense of prayer, when you wake up at night, instead of um, groaning about it or whatever, uh, you could say, Lord, is there someone that you want me to cry out to you for? Is there someone right now standing in the need of prayer? And so many believers I know that are real people of prayer have had major prayer breakthroughs in a life of someone they're praying for when God woke them up to pray for them. And um, I know of a situation, and this is very close to us, where uh, my partner here at the office, his sister is a, um, a teacher of English in China and has been there a number of years um, having these teaching English classes in Chinese. And her mom and dad were missionaries and they woke up at night and really burdened for her and for her protection. And so they cried out uh, to God for her, not knowing what was going on or what was taking place at that time. And uh, she woke up and she saw someone slipping out of the apartment she was living in. I think there was a balcony and, or whatever. But what happened was a burglar had come in and they wear something on their feet so they don't make any noise. And um, they can even be in your room if you're a sound sleeper and go through your stuff. And you don't even know they were there. But there definitely was a burglar in her apartment. And they prayed, he left, and she was protected. And God knew that she was in danger. And in China and in America, we have different time zones here, woke up the parents to pray for her 
because of that danger. Um, th there's so many stories I could tell you about that, but the, the interesting part here of prayer is that when you wake up and you are a person that believes in the power of prayer and you're walking with God, then you need to be still in that stillness of the night and talk to God. You don't have to talk out loud. You don't wake up uh, your husband or wife or uh, whatever and ask God, is there something you should be praying for right now? And God can bring that person to mind or you may wake up with a burden for that person or whatever. That is a night watch. And God needs more believers that have a walk with him and a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit that he can nudge you awake when someone that is not in your presence, someone you care about or a missionary that you support or something is standing in need of prayer and to wake you to cry out to God on the behalf of that person. Sometimes you never know uh, what happened. I'll give you one illustration. Uh, when, um, oh, I can't think of the missionary. She's a real godly lady that went to India, wrote a number of books, and was rescuing children from uh, the temples that were going to be used in prostitution and had a big, like an orphanage for them. Well, when she passed on, uh, a woman that I know is a very godly woman, was asked to be the director of that work. Um, I wish I could think of her name. It's right there on my tongue, and I can't get it out. But anyway, uh, she was um, was hesitant about taking that responsibility because um, there was all these orphan children uh, to feed, and uh, and they came to her that day and told her that uh, the rice was running real low because there were so many children, I forget how many they had, and, and the amas, or whatever they call them, the women that took care of them, also needed um, um, to eat. And uh, the money was running out and the rice was running out. There was not enough money to provide the rice that they needed. And here she is, new in this position. And so she is pacing back and forth, crying out to God for this. This is the first, I believe, was the first real big need. I believe her name is Carol Terry. The first big need that Carol Terry had as a director of this ministry. And she didn't have the money, they didn't have the money. And uh, this ministry is one that uh, trusts God to meet the needs. And so she's having her first tests as a leader of an organization. And so she's walking back and forth and she is praying. Well, there's a lady in a new, I believe it was New York City hospital, woke up in the dark of night and um, Carol Terry came to her mind. It was just very strong, she knew she was. And so she said a prayer and went back to sleep. She woke up again and uh, the name was Carol Terry again. And she prayed, I think she went to sleep and a third time she woke up and she asked the Lord what? Now this lady was 
uh, a lady of financial means and the Lord laid amount of money in American money that she needed to send to Carol Terry and um, and she was going to go back to sleep the next day and it was no do it now so she called the nurse and of course the nurse had her purse locked up she really wanted she said yes I want it I'm gonna turn the light on anyway she wrote uh, this check to Carol Terry and sent it to her uh, had it uh, airmailed or as fast as he could, she could get it to India and so on and went back to sleep and the check came the very day that they had to buy rice they could not stretch it out any further and that check covered the exact amount for the rice they had to buy when it was all transferred into to the Indian money and so on so you know wouldn't you like to have been that person that was sensitive to the voice of God and acted and didn't put it off till after she had her because she was going to have surgery the next morning and Carol Cherry would never got the check in time but God knew this lady would be responsive and she had a sensitive spirit to the Spirit of God and she sent that check but there's so many stories like that and I trust that you would be the type of prayer person that God could wake up in the middle of the night with a burden for someone else who is really standing in the need of your intercess intercessory prayer for them and I pray that God may not only wake you up but allow you to see why he woke you up and how that prayer met a real need in that person's life well we looked at three things on prayer I, I put them down here we had uh, understanding God's silence and then further insights in God's answering the prayer then we looked at insecure prayer we looked at David's prayer what we could learn from David's prayer as he prayed and then what is a night watch so I hope these four things can be used to strengthen your walk and your prayer life with God bless you as you and maybe you're like me you can't get on your knees anymore now I've got bad knees bad hips bad everything and uh, I just can't get down there but you know it's that humble crying out to God that God honors not necessarily the position bless you dearly